the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. You know, the Lord may abandon us to our sin, but we can always come back to Him. At any time, we can come back to Him and He receives us with open arms. If we're stubborn and we're hard-hearted and we want to go our own way and we don't want to live according to God's commands and we don't want to live according to God's ways, there's a point where God will say, okay, and He'll let us alone to pursue our sin and experience the consequences of our choices. Does God stop caring about you? It's an interesting question, because sometimes it can feel like God has left you alone to deal with your sins, but He will never stop caring about you. No matter how far gone you are, no matter how bad you feel like you've messed up, God will always be there when you call on Him. Today, Pastor Dan is going to remind you that even though God might let you mess up, He will always be there to catch you. Not out of anger or disappointment, but out of compassion and love. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 15 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Then in verse 10, Jesus turns to the crowd that's there. And he addressed the crowd and he corrects the teachings of the Pharisees and the scribes, the leaders. He undermines their authority and their influence over the people. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, hear and understand. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth. That defiles a man. Now, now the scribes and the Pharisees, they were obsessed with outward defilement. And the things in this world that can defile you and make you ceremonially unclean. And Jesus totally blows that up by saying, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles you, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles you. And he'll say more on that in just a minute. Now look at verse 12. Then his disciples came to him. Now, Mark's gospel tells us they returned back to the house, likely the house in Capernaum where Jesus was living. And in the home, when the disciples are now alone with Jesus, the disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? (laughs) The disciples go to Jesus. Hey, do you know that you offended them? (laughs) With what, he's, what you said? We live in a time when people are easily offended, don't we? And people are especially offended by the truth. And as a result, many Christians have gone silent. Out of fear of offending people and suffering backlash. 
Well, here we see Jesus, our Lord and our example. We see that he was not concerned with offending people with the truth. We as believers, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we need to continue to pray that the Holy Spirit gives us boldness to speak biblical truth into our culture and to speak the truth at work or at school or in your neighborhood. To let our light shine before people and not hide our light out of fear. And listen, the Bible tells us the truth is offensive to people. Jesus is offensive to people. He is the rock of offense. God's word is offensive to people. The gospel is offensive to people. So we should expect that. We should expect people to be offended. Jesus told us that people will hate the light because they love the darkness. So he offended them with the truth. Now watch what Jesus says in verse 13. Look what he says. And he answered, he's speaking to his disciples and said, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be Uprooted. What is Jesus saying here? He's saying the scribes and Pharisees are not of God. Remember back in chapter 13, Jesus told the parable of the wheat and the tares. God sows the wheat and then Satan comes and he sows tares among the wheat. And here Jesus says, these were not planted by my heavenly father. This delegation of scribes and Pharisees from Jerusalem. He's saying they're tares. They're tares. Now think about what he's saying. The scribes and the Pharisees were among the leaders of all of Judaism. They weren't some fringe outliers that few people were aware of. They were among the leadership of the nation. They were prominent within Judaism. Many, many people followed their teachings. And yet Jesus says, my heavenly father did not plant them and they will be uprooted. They're not from God. Now, this shows us that tares can have a prominent position within the kingdom. Tares can have a big following. Tares can be popular. Tares can have a lot of influence and still be tares. So just because they're popular, just because they have a big following, just because a lot of people believe what they're saying, doesn't make them wheat. You can't judge it based on that. Look at verse 14. Now watch what he says here. Watch what he says. Let them alone. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into the ditch. Let them alone. Those are three of the most terrifying words Jesus ever spoke, in my opinion. Just let them alone. Just leave them be. Listen, give me your attention. This is a form of God's judgment. This is a form of God's wrath. When we think of God's wrath, we usually think of, you know, fire from heaven or a flood that drowns the whole earth. Well, this is also God's wrath. This is the wrath of abandonment by God. The wrath of abandonment. When someone consistently and repeatedly rejects God, And is bent on going their own way. God will abandon them to their sin. And the consequences of their own choices. 
And we see this throughout the Bible. If you're taking notes, Psalm 81, Psalm 81, verses 11 and 12, there the Lord says, My people wouldn't listen. Israel did not want me around, so I let them follow their own stubborn desires, living according to their own ideas. They wouldn't listen to me. They didn't want me around, so I let them follow their own ideas. The wrath of abandonment. God just let them alone. In Proverbs chapter 1, verses 24 to 31, the Lord says, I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock you when disaster overtakes you. This is the Lord speaking. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone, and anguish and distress overwhelm you, when they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me. For they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. That's the wrath of abandonment. Not fire from heaven, not a flood, not a plague of locusts, but God just saying, all right, I'm just going to leave you alone then. You, you wouldn't listen to me. You paid me no attention. You wouldn't come to me when I called you. You ignored me. You, you rejected me. You hated knowledge. You rejected my advice. And so you're just going to have to eat the bitter fruit of living your own way. And you're going to suffer the trouble and the disaster and the calamity that will come from going your own way. The wrath of abandonment. In the New Testament, in Luke chapter 15, you, you know that chapter, there is the parable of the lost sheep. Right? And remember, the good shepherd, he, he leaves the 99 sheep and he goes out to find the one lost sheep and he rescues the lost sheep. Right? And the reason he goes, he goes out to find the one lost sheep is because it's lost. It, it wandered off on it. It wasn't intentional. It just went astray and wandered off and got lost. Well, also in Luke chapter 15 is the parable of the prodigal son. The prodigal son rebelled. The prodigal son essentially said to his father, I don't want to live under your roof. I don't want to live according to your rules. I don't want to be under your authority. And the prodigal son leaves. And the father doesn't go after him. The father doesn't pursue him. The father allows him to go off on his own. He lets him alone to pursue his sin and suffer the consequences of his own choices. That's the wrath of abandonment. That's the wrath of abandonment. And of course, when the son came to the end of himself and returned home to his father, his father welcomed him home with open arms and received him back into the the family. You know, the Lord may abandon us to our sin, but we can always come back to him. At any time, we can come back to him and he receives us with open arms. If we're stubborn and we're hard-hearted and we want to go our own way and we don't want to live according to God's commands and we don't want to live according to God's ways, there's a point where God will say, okay, and he'll let us alone to pursue our sin. 
and experience the consequences of our choices. In Romans chapter 1, we, we see this illustrated and described for us, this wrath of abandonment. In Romans chapter 1, verse 18, it says, The wrath of God is revealed against those who suppress the truth by their wickedness. So the wrath of God is revealed against those who suppress the truth. They know the truth about God, but they suppress the truth. That's what the religious leaders did. They suppressed the truth that was revealed to them about Jesus Christ. They knew that he was the promised Messiah, but they rejected him. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. In Romans chapter 1, God's wrath against those who suppress the truth is described, and it says in Romans chapter 1, verse 24, so God gave them up. They suppressed the truth and suppressed the truth and suppressed the truth, and there was a point where God finally just gave them up. God abandoned them to their sin. The New Living Translation says God abandoned them to do whatever shameful thing their hearts desired. Then verse 27 says, and they received in themselves the penalty which was due that resulted from their sinful choices. In other words, God just kind of gave them up to pursue their their sin and they suffered the natural consequences of their choices. That's the wrath of abandonment. And here, Jesus says of the scribes and Pharisees from Jerusalem, he says to his disciples, just let them alone. They're blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. That will be the consequence of their rejection of Jesus Christ. They will end up in the ditch along with those who follow them. That's where it's going to end. Then Peter answered and said to him, explain this parable to us. Hey, Pete, it's not a parable. (laughs) This is really what's going to happen. And so Jesus said, are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, or lying, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Now, did you notice in that list in verse 19, he's got evil thoughts, he's got lying, in a list with murder and adultery and fornication. We wouldn't put those things in the same list, would we? Jesus does. How often have you heard someone say, well, I'm a pretty good person. I've never murdered anyone. I've never cheated on my spouse. All right, well, have you ever told a lie? 
Have you ever had an evil thought? Well, that's different. Not to Jesus. He puts them all on the same list. He says in verse 20, These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a a man. You, You may get COVID if you eat with unwashed hands, but you're not defiling yourself. Now, what Jesus says here is so important. Please, please tune in to what he's saying. He's saying moral defilement doesn't come from the outside. It comes from the inside. Defilement is an internal matter. It's not an external matter. Your unwashed hands do not defile you. Your sinful heart does. Sin and wickedness proceed from the heart. Look at verse 19 again. For out of the heart proceed, out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These all come out of the heart. Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Proverbs 4, 23 says, keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. Sin and defilement proceed out of the heart. So listen, listen, external rules cannot change a wicked heart. External rules cannot change a wicked heart. The scribes and Pharisees, they were all about externals. But external rules cannot change a wicked, sinful heart. Often, people, including Christians, put all of their focus on cleaning up the externals. Cleaning up the externals that are wicked and defiling. And they make the mistake of thinking, if they remove those external things in their life that defile them, that that will make them clean. And so they remove from their lives all the things that defile, the external things, all the external things that corrupt, and they put filters on and and safeguards in place. But Jesus tells us here the issue is not external. The issue is internal. And what defiles you is your heart. Those external things, those external things, they tempt your wicked heart. But the issue is the heart. Those external things... They give your wicked heart the opportunity to sin. But the issue is the heart, not really those externals. It's it's the heart. So if I focus on the external things only, it's not really going to change anything. It's not going to fix anything. It will make it harder for me to sin because I don't have access to those temptations anymore. But the desire for sin will still be in my heart. I just can't get to it now because I got a filter. The longing will still be in my heart for those things. Elsewhere, Jesus said of the Pharisees, they are careful to clean the outside of the cup, but inside they are filthy and full of wickedness. And we we can focus on the outside and cleaning up all of the things that are external in our lives and getting rid of them, which is a good thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. Make no provision for the flesh, but the issue is still the flesh. And what we really need is a clean heart. That's the issue. And it's only the blood of Jesus Christ that can cleanse your heart. It's only the blood of Jesus Christ that can cleanse you on the inside. Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross for our sins and he was buried 
and resurrected the third day in order to cleanse us of all of our sins, to cleanse us of the filth that's on the inside and to give us a new heart. The Bible says if any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things pass away and everything is made new, including our heart. And not only does the blood of Jesus Christ cleanse our heart from inward defilement, but then we're born again. When we're born again, God then gives us his Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And the Holy Spirit within us gives us the power now to walk in purity and to walk in victory over sin. So now God puts in us what we need. He cleans us up on the inside, and then he puts in us what we need, the power source to live a pure life. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, And you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses for me. The Holy Spirit empowers us so that our lives will be a witness for Jesus Christ. Listen to this passage out of Ezekiel 36. It's talking specifically about the nation of Israel, but it's describing the new covenant that we're under. Ezekiel 36, God says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments And do them. God says, I will give you a new heart. This is part of the new covenant. Again, specifically, he's talking to Israel, but it's still describing the new covenant that we're under in Jesus Christ. God says again, I will give you a new heart and I will put my spirit within you and I will cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. He gives us a new heart, a clean heart through his death on the cross. And then he gives us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit now causes us to walk in God's ways. Are you with me? God cleanses our hearts by the blood of Jesus Christ. We're born again. And then God puts within us the spirit that enables us to walk in his ways. The issues on the inside. You can put all kinds of, of, of safeguards on the outside. But that doesn't deal with the inside. Jesus Christ deals with the inside. Galatians 5.16 says, Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It is a definite promise from God. He doesn't say you may not. He says you shall not. If you walk in the Spirit, if you yield control of your life daily, to the Holy Spirit and walk in the Spirit, the promise is you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so Jesus cleanses you on the inside. He can cleanse the filth that is in your heart, the sin that is in your heart, and he gives you the Holy Spirit, causes you to walk in newness of life. This is what the gospel is all about. Because we're all filthy on the inside. And no matter how hard we try on the outside, it doesn't work. It might work for a little while. But our heart is so deceitfully wicked. Even if we put these things in place on the outside, our heart is so deceitfully wicked. We'll, we'll try to find a, a way to circumvent all those things so we can still get to that sin. We need a new heart. We need to be cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, and he has more to share with you next time. How is what you're hearing from this book landing in your heart? If there's anything that's prompting you to seek out more questions or to ask for prayer in any way, would you be willing to give us a call and talk to us? Our desire is to hear your heart, pray with you, and ask for God to help you with whatever you might be wondering or thinking about. Our number is 410-491-4592. The number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. Just find our info under the About tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. And if you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to learn additional things from this first book of the New Testament. Pastor Dan has more to teach on from Matthew, and we're excited for you to join us as we continue growing. There's so much to appreciate by reading God's Word. We hope you'll tune in next time and be a part of our listening audience right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.